Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm Ray. So in today's report, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds an organization in Africa called AGRA. AGRA stands for Alliance for Green Revolution in Africa and it is meant to support small-scale farmers. They say that's their objective by giving them genetically engineered seeds or what is normally referred to as GMOs for them to grow. But it turns out that in support, instead of supporting the small-scale farmers, it seems Agra is hurting the small-scale farmers or doing worse than it's supposed to do. So uh, there is a report where faith leaders are criticizing the Bill and Melinda Gates a foundation for this highly problematic agriculture project. And I'm going to read for you uh, this story and you follow. It says African faith leaders are calling on Bill Gates to consider his foundation's highly problematic support of genetically engineered foods, crops, and agrochemicals against the interests of non-corporate farmers in countries throughout Africa. Quote, we write out of grave concern that the Gates Foundation's support for the expansion of intensive industrial-scale agriculture is deepening a humanitarian crisis, says the sign-on open letter coordinated by the South African Faith Communities Environment Institute. This institute is based in Cape Town and is comprised of African traditional healers, members of the Baha'i, Buddhist, Hindu, Muslim, Jewish, Quaker faiths, and a wide range of Christian denominations. Quote, we appeal to the Gates Foundation and AGRA, which is the Alliance for Green Revolution in Africa, to stop promoting failed technologies and outdated extension methods and start listening to the farmers who are developing appropriate solutions for their contexts. However, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has so far given 450 million US dollars to this AGRA to promote GMOs in 11 African countries. Those are their priorities. And I'm going to read for you are these countries. So AGRA is based in Nairobi, Kenya. The countries include uh, Ghana, Nigeria, Mali, Burkina Faso, Ethiopia, Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda, Tanzania, Malawi, and Mozambique. The late Kofi Annan was one of the board of directors for AGRA, and I'm going to quote his words, you know, before he passed on, arrest in peace. Africa's soils are among the poorest in the world, and poor soils produce poor crops. This program aims to revitalize Africa's severely depleted soils in order to increase the fertility and sustainability of small-scale farms while safeguarding the environment. So, in my own opinion, or relating this statement to a country like Uganda. Uganda is 80% an agricultural economy. We are majority farmers, like everyone is a farmer, you know, in most parts of the country. So I don't think Africa's soils are depleted or poor. They're actually very rich and are very good for the plants, for the crops. So I do not know why you would say that African soils are among the poorest in the world, because... I don't think so. I came across another article written by the Alliance for Food Sovereignty in Africa, and this organization is also criticizing AGRA for its project in African countries and with small-scale farmers. So it said AGRA was founded in 2006 to give a new impetus to fight against hunger in Africa with a corporate-driven green revolution approach. It promised to double the to double the agriculture yields and incomes of 30 million small-scale food producer households by 2020. 
that's what they think and to achieve these goals they say agra has received over 1 billion us dollars mainly from the bill and melinda gates foundation but also from governments like uk us and germany so they go on ahead to say the study also shows that agra in fact harms small scale food producers for example by f subjecting them to high levels of debt in Zambia and Tanzania, small-scale food producers were unable to repair their loans for the fertilizer and hybrid seeds after the first harvest. Agra projects also restrict the freedom of choice for small-scale food producers to decide for themselves what they want to grow. You can imagine they are telling these farmers, grow this, grow this. It's crazy. This has dramatic effects on crop diversity. Agra's focus is on the one-sided cultivation of maize. Traditional climate-resistant and nutrient-rich crops have thus declined. According to this study, millet production fell by 24% in 13 Agra countries between 2006 and 2018. The publishers of the study conclude, among other things, that governments in the global north and global south must withdraw from Agra and all other green revolution programs. Instead, they should support more sustainable, holistic approaches such as agroecology. Agroecology focuses on the needs of small-scale food producers, their human right to food, and their food sovereignty. This Agra one of its intentions is to change seed laws in Africa. So they would want all farmers to be getting their seeds from them, you know, instead of farmers having their own seeds from the natural crops that have always been growing, which are very nutritious and which are also very resistant to the climate. They want to divert farmers away from that to only be getting seeds from these corporations, you know, from these GMOs. So... That's just crazy because that means they want to control what farmers are planting. They want to control what farmers can, you know, put in the market, you know, for other people to eat. But I'd also like to add that, you know, uh, other critics have come out to say that Agra did not definitely get an opinion of these farmers before they came to give them this solution. Because how do you bring a solution to people without asking them? What makes them think... They, can, they understand the problems of African farmers and how to fix them. They just think, oh, we are going to bring this project to Africa, you know, give the farmers seeds and boo, you know, they'll have all these. That's not the case, you know. So maybe if they had done a bit of consultation and asked the farmers what works for them, because clearly this has failed, it is not working for the farmers. GMO foods are just very, very poor quality, you know. Uh, they easily go bad. They have a very short light yielding span, I should say. For example, cassava, if you know cassava, it takes one year to grow. Those are 12 months. GMO cassava is going to grow in six months, half of the time. So meaning, the other cassava which takes enough time to grow is more nutritious, you know. It's more nutritious to the body. This is just like, you know, chop chop. It's like a quick fix thing. So it easily gets spoiled. It's not as nutritious to the body. So at the end of the day, you find that these GMOs are actually harmful to the body and the immunity of the body. Remember, it has been tampered with in the lab, so you don't even know what you're eating. In addition to that, these GMOs are heavily dependent on fertilizers, which is very, very negative because fertilizers are artificial. They are chemicals, you know. So when you keep on putting these fertilizers in the soil, they 
definitely will deplete the soil but not even that if the plants are feeding on the fertilizers it means that you the final consumer who is going to eat the, this food you're also feeding on fertilizers in africa you know many african farmers have like natural ways of you know fertilizing the soil normally use like cow dung you know or you can use a uh, grass or you can use like um yeah like if you cut like you know many plants or bushes and just lay them on the ground you know they just like decompose naturally and you get a natural fertilizer but imagine plants which completely depend on artificial fertilizers so it just doesn't make sense with this agra project it is heavily funded you can imagine has received 450 million us dollars alone from the bill and melinda gates foundation this is the money they have invested in this failing project you know to push their gmos into africa so it's just crazy i don't know if you guys eat gmos in the us i don't know if they're also pushing for gmos in the us like that but it's just a poor quality food they won't build a strong immunity if you're feeding on GMOs, I don't think our great-grandfathers, because those people are very strong, they aren't eating GMO foods, you know. So, anyways, I share your thoughts in the comment section and let us know what you think about this story. Check out my YouTube channel, Ray Kembabazi. Go there and subscribe. Check out my Twitter and Instagram also at Ray Kembabazi and see you on the next story. Bye.